With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reu hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Minnesota Tim podcast. Minnesota Tim Parashka with you. Recording on a Tuesday morning at 1119 a.m. And I've got some thoughts that I that I need to share this morning. And um, I need to get some thoughts off my chest. And that's why I have a podcast. It's to get these thoughts that are just wedged in my brain, outside of my brain, so that I can have some sense of relaxification. Maybe you understand what I'm saying. But I was watching the Minnesota Timberwolves game last night with my wife, and the Timberwolves lost against a better Phoenix Suns team. Of course, that's no surprise. But the way that they played throughout the entire game until the fourth quarter was... Absolutely disgraceful. The fourth quarter, they finally showed up and put effort in. And the defense was there for most of the night, but I would argue it was more so the Phoenix Suns missing wide-open jump shots. The last quarter of play, the Minnesota Timberwolves offense decided to move the ball. They decided to show some sort of energy on offense. There are so many possessions during the course of the Minnesota Timberwolves basketball game. And it is just so utterly obvious to anyone that watches a television screen that has any idea how the game of basketball is supposed to be played. Way too often, you turn on the Timberwolves, Anthony Edwards is isolating. D'Angelo Russell is isolating. Carl Anthony Towns is isolating. And there is no movement within the offense. I think only one player, well, two, but only sometimes. Only one player consistently, when he's in the game, cuts and moves when someone else has the ball. And unfortunately for the Minnesota Timberwolves and the fans, That one player is Josh Okogie, who doesn't even play every single game. 
Sometimes he starts, sometimes he doesn't even see a second. And it's all based on who the Minnesota Timberwolves are playing that night. He's the one guy that when Anthony Edwards or Carl Anthony Towns has the ball, he's the one player that will cut back door. Jaden McDaniels sometimes will do it, but he's never on the court because he's always in foul trouble. Dave Benz and Jim Peterson read a statistic on Bali Sports North last night. It was something along the lines where of the 12 games that the Timberwolves have played, Jaden McDaniels has had nine foul, has had four fouls in nine of those games. Every fan in Minnesota entering this season had high hopes for Jaden McDaniels to the point where people were debating if Jaden McDaniels should have even been in the discussions for Ben Simmons. Now, how ridiculous is this? I understand that Jaden McDaniels has potential and that Jaden McDaniels offers length and size and is a good defender when he doesn't foul, which is never because he always fouls, is a decent defender because he always fouls. I understand that he's got a good NBA body and has potential to be a solid player. But I've even seen comparisons to Scottie Pippen. People are comparing this Jaden McDaniels after a few good games his rookie season to Scottie Pippen. The problem with looking at players on the Minnesota Timberwolves roster at the end of the season is that people's vacations are already booked. Towns' vacation was already booked. And not only are the Timberwolves' vacations already booked, but the opponents the Timberwolves are facing every single night in the NBA, except for the best ones, are already on vacation. Even the best players are saving it for the playoffs. Even they're coasting for the playoffs. When you get into the middle of the season or the end of the season, which has been a problem for this squad, because all of a sudden what will happen is they will win five or six games and people will wonder if they can carry it into next season. But in reality, those five or six games were against teams that weren't trying or against teams that already had their vacations booked or against teams that also were coasting for the playoffs. It happens every single year, at least for these last few seasons. And there's been this debate coming across my computer screen recently, and it's a debate between who's the alpha on the Minnesota Timberwolves. There always has to be an alpha on on, on some team. And... There's so much potential for Anthony Edwards. He wants to be MVP one day, which I would say is possible. Carl Anthony Towns has been on the team for about seven, eight years. And there's debate on who's the alpha between the two of them on the Timberwolves. Because obviously, it's not D'Angelo Russell. And you look at the statistics for the Timberwolves, and I understand that alpha is more than a statistic. Edwards... Last game was two for 11. It was one for six from three-pointer, and he had nine points. The previous game against the Clippers, when the Timberwolves lost by 27 points, he was nine for 22, that's 40%, 
two for six from three-pointer, and he scored 21 points. But how many points of that came from garbage time? The previous game against the Lakers, where the Timberwolves won by 24 points, he was four for 11, had nine points. So in two of the last three games, Edwards has had nine points. The previous game against the Golden State Warriors, the Timberwolves lost by 13 points. We got it down to like five, but you knew they really had no chance to win. And he scored 48 points in that game. And I looked at Carl Anthony Towns' points and his percentages. He was 10 for 19 against the Phoenix Suns on Monday night. That's a great game. He was 3 for 11 against the Clippers. Scored 8 points. He was 11 for 17 against the Lakers. 29 points. He was 6 for 19 against the Golden State Warriors. 17 points. We want to debate who's the alpha on this team. There is no alpha on the Minnesota Timberwolves right now. We have guys that come in pieces. We have guys that show up sometimes, but not consistently. Edwards has the potential to be a top five player in the NBA one day. And I believe he will be at least a top 10 player in the NBA one day. But right now, he is a very immature basketball player. He doesn't know when to get his, and he doesn't know when to dish. He doesn't know when to shoot a three, and he doesn't know when to drive. He's very immature. He is very inconsistent. He doesn't have that much knowledge about the NBA game yet, and hopefully it will come as he gets better and as he gets more experience. And Carl Anthony Towns, I don't think I've ever seen a softer big man on an NBA roster. Towns is a great three-point shooter, and he showcased that against the Phoenix Suns on Monday. That's the only reason why we were even in the game is because of the amount of threes that Towns made that night. He was 5 for 9, 55%. He was draining them like Stephon Curry. But Towns, people want to talk about this weight that he lost in the offseason. And, of course, Towns comes into the season saying he's in the best shape of his life. He's feeling better than he's ever had before. And yada, 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 yada. But he cannot even post up forwards in the NBA anymore. Like Jay Crowder against the Phoenix Suns. You've seen Towns get mismatches on pick and rolls sometimes. You see this happen. And Towns isn't able to exploit that pick and roll, that mismatch, because for whatever reason, Towns doesn't have the strength to do it. And people want to talk about how the Minnesota Timberwolves are undersized. That's not the problem. Towns is 6'11", 7 feet. We don't have any real junkyard dogs like Jay Crowder. Pat Beverly, you could argue that he's a dog, but the more I watch him play, the more I see a man full of pride, and the more I see a man full of it and in it for himself. We don't have a guy that's going to be, you know, 6'4", 6'5", but play like a 6'8", 6'9", player. You don't have to be tall in order to rebound. You don't have to be tall in order to be tough. And I see all these complaints coming in from Timberwolves Twitter saying that the Timberwolves need a big man. And yeah, I guess I would agree with that take. 
because the Timberwolves play soft on the glass. And I guess I would agree with that take because we don't have any 646566 dogs. We don't have any tough players. They're soft. They're soft. They don't want to get their hands dirty. There are so many possessions throughout the basketball game where the Timberwolves completely lose focus and forget to box out. But last night, there was one possession near the end of the game where D'Angelo Russell showed an inch of dog in him. And there was this rebound, and uh, I think it was going right to DeAndre Ayton or one of the bigger players for the Phoenix Suns. And D'Angelo Russell, what he did, I could not believe it. And Jim Peterson was even flabbergasted by it. And he wanted to replay the Bali Sports North team didn't give it to him. I wanted to replay too, because then Edwards came down and hit a three on the next possession. And they wanted to show that replay because it's an offensive play. And no one really cares about a box out except for those that are really into basketball games. D'Angelo Russell boxed out DeAndre Aiden in a situation where the Timberwolves needed the rebound. When he wants to, Russell can be a dog. But it's so rare that he is. Last year against Jimmy Butler, or the year prior, I think it was last year, when he blocked Jimmy Butler at the rim, and on the final possession, when the Timberwolves needed a stop, the Timberwolves were up by one, Butler went to the rim, Russell went up and stuffed it. He can be a dog when he wants to, but it's just so rare that he is. And his shot selection, I mean, he can hit tough shots, but they're always tough shots. Russell never has an easy attempt, and then he does, and then he misses at the end of the game, and he's one for 10 shooting the three-pointer. It's just so ridiculous when you look at the talent on the Timberwolves roster, and you look at the opportunity that this team has to be a 9 or 10 seed in the Western Conference, and I like Chris Finch as a coach. I think his defense... And his strategy on that end of the floor is good. But the offense, oh my gosh. Three talented players, and he put up 18 points in the second quarter. I mean, how many times, I'm going to look this up right now. How many times have the Minnesota Timberwolves scored less than 100 points in a game? Because... There have been several times, and it is sickening. We've played 13 games so far this season. We scored 96 points in a win against the Pelicans. That's one. 98 points against a loss against the Pelicans. That's two. 91 points against Denver in a loss. That's three. Orlando in a loss, 97. That's four. The Clippers in a loss, 84. That's five. The Lakers, no, that we won that one as one on seven. And then the Phoenix Suns, 96 points and a loss. That's six games of our 13 games where the Timberwolves have scored less than 100 points this season. I mean, how is that acceptable? When you have this amount of talent on the offensive floor, it's not. That's the answer. Whew, man. This was fun. I'm testing out a new microphone today, and I'm hoping to one day get streaming online. And the Minnesota Tim podcast is supposed to be picked up soon by a 
podcast company. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm wearing my Jimmy John's hat today, and um, it's pretty cool. I'm a Jimmy John's fan. I worked there for three years in Washington, D.C., biking, grinding. I was hauling sandwiches in the nasty weather of Washington, D.C. Yeah, it's fun. But um, I've got stories. i got more podcasts coming. As soon as this podcast gets picked up by this other outlet, I will be doing podcasts three times a week, and I'm very excited to get into that because I do love podcasting. I do enjoy it, but sometimes it just gets tough when you're paying to do it and not getting paid to do it. So I'm looking forward to the next steps in the Minnesota Tim podcast. Everyone follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And um, I appreciate you making the Minnesota Tim podcast a part of your day. Um, Rate and review me on Apple Podcasts. I'd love for you to rate and review me. Even if it's a one star, I don't care. Give me some reviews. Give me some rates. Criticize me. Dump on me. Dump on my face. Take a deuce on my face if you want. I don't care. All right, everyone. Take care.